This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. This podcast deals with real talk on mental health issues such as anxiety, depression, healing from trauma, dealing with grief, understanding personality disorders, and much, much more. I am a licensed mental health counselor with a specialization in holistic and somatic practices. I'm happy you're joining in. Let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today we are talking about the ability to adapt. We want to have the ability to adapt to a change because change is always coming at us. We always have obstacles. We always have chaos. We always have things that happen that we can't explain or expect. So it's important to be able to adapt to any kind of curveball that is thrown our way or just trying new things. Trying new things, we need the ability to adapt. So before you listen to this podcast all the way through, I am going to encourage you to listen to the podcast before this, the episode before this, called Distress Tolerance. Because when we are overcome with overwhelm, it's hard to manage stress. And for some people, being exposed to change, having to adapt, having life just throw us something that we didn't expect we have a hard time tolerating the distress of that situation. So the Distress Tolerance podcast teaches you how to manage stress so you stay in a window of tolerance and you don't fall into a fight or flight state or a collapse state. So I encourage you to listen to the Distress Tolerance because in order to adapt in a healthy way, you want to have a healthy window of tolerance and be able to handle stress in a good and effective way. Many people have a hard time changing and accepting change because they're not ready for it, they're not prepared for it. And some changes are really incredibly hard to prepare for. And some we can prepare for. So it's important to know the difference of something that's getting thrown at us like the pandemic or something that's getting thrown at us like a move to a new place, a change in job, a change in relationship. Those types of things we can sort of prepare for, be prepared for. However, the pandemic, no one could prepare for that. But some people adapted really well and some did not. And how come? Do you think you adapt easy to change? And if you do, do you know why you adapt easy to change? If it's hard for you to adapt to change, why is that? Do you know why it's hard for you? So I'm going to talk to you about reasons to change, what it takes to adapt to change, and and some blocks that stop us from adapting to change. One important part of adapting to change is it has to be greater for you to accept the change than staying the same. So if you're in a new place and you just moved to this place and you have to be here for a while because of a job change, a relationship change, a life change, you have to learn how to adapt to that change because life is not the same. So you don't even have a choice in that situation. Sometimes we choose not to change because we want to stay the same because it's more comfortable. But life doesn't always give us that option. So when you have a change in your life and you need to adapt, first and foremost, it takes courage. It takes courage to step out and try this new thing that you've been faced with. 
try this new thing that's been tossed your way. Courage to say, I can do this. Courage to say, I will meet new people. Courage to say, I will take a chance. Courage to fail and still know you're okay even if you fail. So it takes a lot of courage to begin the change process and to adapt. It helps to have the support of others. You can talk to friends and family and mentors and role models, people who have been through this change before or something similar. When you can reach out to a support system and they can help you through it, it makes things much, much easier. Adapting really helps when you can talk to someone who's been through the same thing in the past. Your past life experience is really important to call on when you're trying something new. And granted, when you try something new, you might not have ever been through this, but you know you've been through similar. You've gone to a new place and you've been okay. You've had a new job before and you've been okay. You had a relationship end and start a new one and you're okay. So calling on your past life experience and knowing that you've been through this before in a certain version of this, or a certain version of this, and you can get through this also. We need to call on our past experiences. And one of the most important things to helping us adapt is staying calm, staying at ease. And this is why I suggested listening to the distress tolerance, because if your body's not at ease and your mind's not at ease and you're in a fight or flight state or collapse state, when you're trying to adapt, you're not going to manage it well. If you're living in a place of fear and making decisions and taking steps forward or freezing and not able to take steps forward because you're in a state of fear, you're not going to be able to adapt very well. So it's important that you learn how to calm your nervous system, be at ease, and take in the situation, the new change, the new thing that's being thrown at you, and really look at it objectively, calmly, examine it, and then you can move forward and make the decisions necessary for adaptation. Having faith, trusting in the process, Again, this goes back to past experience, knowing that you've been through something like this before and you made it through, knowing you have a higher power or a trust in the universe, a trust in yourself, a trust in your abilities, a trust in your skill set, a trust in the future. Faith and trust has to be present so we can encourage ourselves to keep going forward. You have to be willing to learn. This was a huge thing during the pandemic because when the pandemic hit for my business, I had to turn my whole entire fitness and dance and my therapy practice virtual. And not many people had done anything online before uh, virtually unless you worked in a corporation or something like that. But most common, the average American, especially over a certain age, We're not used to using apps for their uh, connection, human connection. They weren't used to using Zoom or Slack or all these platforms to be able to connect. So you had to be willing to learn. You had to know that you had the ability to learn. You had to trust the process of learning. And I have to be honest, some people chose not to. As simple as Zoom is to use... 
people did not want to go through the learning curve of learning and why. I think they had a fear of learning something new. They had a fear that they wouldn't be able to do it. Perhaps they just didn't want to. Whatever the reason, people chose not to learn how to Zoom or how to use Slack or how to download a new app and get connected, and they became disconnected through the whole pandemic. So in order to adapt, you have to be willing to learn. And in order to learn, you have to go through a learning curve, which means you may not be good at it. You may not be good at learning something new, but that's okay. You have to take the steps to learn. Think about when you first learned to drive. You had to adjust the rearview mirror. You had to put your seatbelt on. You had to adjust the side mirror. You put your hands on the steering wheel to make sure they're in the right place. You had to make sure the seat was in the right place. You had to look in front of you, look behind you, look side to side. There were so many steps to learning how to drive. It felt overwhelming. And heaven forbid you learned how to drive on a stick shift because that's a whole other level of learning. But you had to go through all the steps. And now when you drive, you probably don't even think about it. You just get right in the car, dot, 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 and you're ready to go. It's second nature. But you had to go through the, un- the discomfort of learning. And so in order to adapt to new situations, you have to know you are a beginner. And that's okay. You may not be good at this. You will make some mistakes. And that is okay. It's part of the adaptation process. I encourage you to have independent thinking. Even though we can call on others, we can call on support systems, sometimes we don't have access to that. Sometimes we don't have access to other people. Sometimes we're disconnected and we're on our own when we're trying something new. So you have to have the ability to be an independent thinker. You have to think on your own, problem solve on your own, trust yourself. And this comes from life experience. It comes from being prepared. It comes from practicing skills before you do the adaptation. But again, sometimes a change comes at us and we have to do it spontaneously with no preparation. So you have to trust that you have the ability to think independently and creatively. Sometimes you have to think out the box to become adapted to the situation. Again, going back to the pandemic when restaurants could not have people inside. So what did they do? They created these amazing outdoor seating areas that are beautiful, little igloos, little closed-in boxes where people could sit individually. People thought outside the box. They adapted. And again, others did not think outside the box. They did not want to take a chance on that. Maybe they talked themselves out of it. They didn't take the risk. And in adapting to change, to something unforeseen, you may have to take some risks. And it's okay. When you take a risk, you may fail. That's okay. You go to plan B and then plan C and plan D. Resiliency is huge. Becoming resilient is an important part of adaptation because you may not adapt to a certain situation. That situation may not be for you. You did everything right. You tried. You got support from others. You thought creatively. You thought 
outside the box. You had courage. You knew you'd been through this before. You tried it again, but this situation did not work for you. You weren't able to adapt to this situation. So you know what you do? You change it. You try to fix it. You do whatever you can to adapt to a new situation. Resiliency means that something may not go your way and that's okay. You bounce back. Resiliency is the ability to bounce back from adversity. And that needs to be practiced. You need to have faith in the the fact that you can do that. And you also want to know that it's okay to fail. It's okay to have a rough patch of time while you're learning to adapt. Change is part of life. And if you don't change, you stay the same. And sometimes life forces you to change and you have no choice. So learning how to adapt is essential. So what are some things that block us from adapting? Well, right off the bat, I want to talk about mental health issues. People who have ADHD, people who have autism, people who have trauma around change, past change, they may have a really hard time learning to adapt. They may need the support of a counselor, coach, or therapist to help them through this adaptation because they're not able to manage it on their own. And even the typical person will sometimes need the support of a counselor, therapist, or coach in order to get through a change that is overwhelming. Other blocks to adaptation is rigid and inflexible thinking. Some people just want to do it the way they've always done it. This is how I want to do it. This is how I've always done it. This is how they, my family did it. This is how my religion does it. This is how my parents did it. This is how I was taught rigid thinking. Well, you know, let me tell you, rigid things break. Think of a branch that's rigid and you can just break it in half real easy. Rigid thinking is not helpful when trying to adapt to new situations. I'm not saying that you can't stick to your belief system. Of course you can keep your belief system. I'm just saying open your mind. Open your mind to other ways of thinking. You can keep your way, but why not open your mind? Why be one way? Why have tunnel vision? Why close your mind to new ways of doing things? Yes, apps on the phone are overwhelming, especially to the older generation. Yes, it's hard to learn new platforms of communication, but you know what's even harder? Isolation not doing the things you love because you're so rigid in your thinking that you don't want to learn anything new. Open your mind. It's very important to become a flexible person so you really can experience the world beyond your own small mind thinking. Lack of skills and life experience. If you haven't done much in your life, it's hard to know that you can do this too. If your life has been limited and you don't have a lot of life experience, a lot of traveling, a lot of uh, things happen to you throughout your days, if you don't have a lot of life experience in the world of change and a world of adaptation, it's going to be harder for you. So you will need more support. 
If you don't have a skill set to manage these things, if you don't have a support system, these are all blocks to adaptation, but they're easy fixes. With Google these days, you have all the support you need to adapt to a new situation, to learn new skills. A lack of confidence is another block, not believing that you can do this. And I do think that was what stopped a lot of people from adapting during the pandemic is that they didn't have the confidence in themselves to take the chance to learn something new, to go out of their comfort zone. They stayed very isolated in their homes, even though they could connect to the world very easily through Zoom, they chose not to because they didn't have the confidence to step out of their comfort zone. Short-term thinking. You know, a lot of people thought during the pandemic, oh, we'll be done with this by June. Some people thought we'd be done two weeks after the shutdown in March in 2020. That's short-term thinking. You have to think larger than this. If a change comes at you, you can't just think now. You have to think long-term. You have to think big picture. You have to widen the window of your imagination, your thought process, and know that you have to see beyond the immediate and see what's going to happen a week from now, a month from now, a year from now. Some people feel like they don't deserve to have a better life. They don't deserve to succeed. They don't deserve to move on. Some people come out of a, a relationship and they don't feel like they deserve to find love again. Some people come out of a job feeling very jaded or scarred and they don't feel like they deserve to have a better job. It's important to know you deserve the best. It's important to know that life offers you what you want, what you need. Take a step into positivity and optimism. Don't feel like you don't deserve something. Just know that you deserve the best and attitude will reflect how you proceed. So if you are pessimistic, you're not going to go very far. But if you're optimistic, the world is open to you. Our habits, we don't want to change our habits. Some people get so fixed in their ways, they don't have flexibility in trying something new. And it's so important to go outside your comfort zone. When was the last time you traveled someplace new? When was the last time you tried a new restaurant? When was the last time you tried a new hobby? If you're so stuck in your ways and rigid in your habits, you're not going to be prepared when change comes your way. You're going to still be very fixed in your thinking and you're not going to have the ability to think outside the box. Another block to adaptation is living a life where everyone else makes decisions for you or you're living for everybody else and people pleasing. If you're living for everybody else or you have a very passive role in your life and you let everyone else make a decision for you, when change comes your way, it's going to be very, very difficult to adapt. It, take, it may take you longer than most people or you may not adapt at all. You may just get your life, your life may become very small and limited because you're afraid to go outside your comfort zone because you've never done it. You've always relied on everybody else to make the decisions for you or to create a life for you and you haven't been proactive in your own life. 
I encourage you to change that starting today. Start taking control of your own life. Make decisions for you. Stop living for everybody else. Stop taking care of everybody else. And stop letting everyone take care of you. You are a strong person. You're an independent person. You're a powerful person. You have the abilities to change your life. You have to believe it. If you don't believe it, then it's not going to happen. You have to believe you deserve it or it's not going to happen. You have to know that if you fail, you just try something else. It's okay. It's You need to have the courage to step forward. You need to not be so rigid in your ways and stuck in your ways and expand your mind. There's so much life to live. There's so many things to do with yourself. And sometimes change comes when we're not prepared for it. So you need to be able to have some of these skills already worked out. The distress tolerance, widening your window of tolerance so you can really stay calm and focused when change comes your way. I'm going to share a couple stories with you when I just did my trip to Montreal and I brought my dog and it was just the two of us traveling around this city. First, I want to share my dog's experience because she is a little tiny dog from Mexico and Montreal's streets and sidewalks were covered with snow and salt to salt the snow and melt it. She could barely walk. She was falling over. She couldn't pee. When she lifted her leg to pee, she almost fell over in pain because her feet were burning. She was shaking like a leaf. I thought I was doomed on this trip from the day one because she was having a really hard time finding a place to pee or even having the ability to pee. So I found a place behind our flat where she could go to the bathroom underneath a tent where there was no snow or salt. And I would carry her around, and that's where she knew she would pee and poop and take care of her business. And what did she do? She started peeing and pooping a little less, and she started eating a little bit less because she knew that she wasn't going to be able to do her normal pee and poop time. And sorry to keep saying pee and poop, but it's a dog, so I can't help it. (laughs) Anyway... By the third day of me carrying her around the back of the building and putting her under this tent, all of a sudden she started venturing out from the tent and started walking in the snow. And I was like, oh my goodness, look at her. She got tired of staying in the flat. She got tired of living small. This little dog wanted to venture out. She wanted to be brave and try to walk, and she did. And the first day she tried, she went up and down the little driveway, and it was so cute. And then by the fourth day, third or fourth day of her trying to walk, she was going right on the city streets, and she adapted. She actually enjoyed it. Her tail was wagging while she was walking through the snow. My dog learned how to adapt. Natural instincts. She followed her natural instincts. Trust your instincts. Trust your intuition. We are animals. Let's be like my dog and take a chance and make some smart decisions and then venture out. It burned my feet before, but I'm going to try again. And she did. And guess what? She loved it. And she became a fan of the snow and had a great time. The second adaptation was my own. 
I was following Google Maps to find the underground city, and I was walking along, following my map, thinking I would only have to go less than a mile of walking, and I made it to my destination just to find out I was on the wrong side of the underground city. I was on the worst side where there was no stores or anything. And I had no idea where I was. It was in a very desolate part of Montreal in the old city, and I didn't know what to do. So I stayed calm. I thought about it. I checked out my surroundings. I knew I would be fine. All I would have to do is find a landmark and call an Uber, go back to my flat, or I can explore. And so I gave myself some time to explore and find someone that could help me. I got a support system. So I went into this big hotel and asked the woman where the underground city is, where all the shopping is, and she gave me a map. And so I took the map, so I had a little tool resource to follow along, and I've read maps before, so I know I could read a map again. So I used some past experience to help me through, and I was following the map along, And don't you know, by the time I got to the end of the map, where the best shopping was, was right back where I started, 13,000 steps later, one block up from my flat. I went 13,000 steps around the city just to end up back where I started, and that's where the area was that I was looking for. What's the lesson? Sometimes you walk in circles when you're learning to adapt just to get to where you need to go. You have to make some wrong turns. You have to trust the process. You have to stay calm. You have to ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. And then just keep wandering until you get to where you need to be. And guess what I learned from that experience? I learned a lot about the city. I realized where all the little stores were, little cafes were, new restaurants. I learned different ways to get back to where I was staying. Through my mistake, I learned a lot about the city. So we learn from our mistakes. And then I ended up back where I was, and I took the subway. I taught myself how to use the metro, went up one block from my flat, and I did the best shopping of the whole week. It was amazing. We have to adapt. We have to stay calm. We have to trust the process. If you want your life to expand, if you want to try new things, if you have a life change thrown at you that you didn't expect, adaptability is essential. So I hope that some of these tips have resonated with you. I hope that you write them down and that you can learn from them. Because you want your life to be large. You want your experience to be expansive. You want to see the world. And sometimes the world throws you a curveball and you have to be able to adapt to change. Think bigger. Have faith. Stay calm. Trust the process. Trust your past experience. Call a friend. Use your support system. Ask for help. You can do this. I believe in you and I wish you well. 
Thanks for listening in. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Please consider supporting the podcast financially by sending a Venmo to Jackie Henderson Dance, all one word, or go to the episode description and click support the show and you can quote unquote buy me a coffee. Please be sure to share, tell friends, write a review, keep listening, keep growing, keep learning and become the best version of you you possibly can. Remember, you're not for everyone, but you are awesome the way you are.